I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. I promised you some time ago, I think I was probably making either the perfect apple pie or my mother-in-law's apple chip cake, Uh, I promised that we would make some apple butter. And so here I am today, we're going to make some apple butter. It's going to be a little odd because it's a slow cooker recipe. So it's going to have long spaces where we don't do anything except wait, which is always one of my least favorite things. I have strong feelings about apple butter. In other words, I really, really like it. I never even had apple butter until I was a grown-up. I might have been in college or even in my early 20s. My mother doesn't like it, and so she never had it in the house. I didn't even know it existed. You know what? That's not true. That's not true. I think those little restaurant things, you know, sometimes there was apple butter. Oh my gosh, I'd completely forgotten that. Those little, you know, those little square things that you get at a a breakfast restaurant where they have jam in them. I think there might have been apple butter. But it never occurred to me to ask her to buy it. Oh my gosh. It's like I didn't think it existed outside of those little restaurant things. What a waste of so many good apple butter eating years. I like other jams, but I don't go out of my way to eat them. They can sit in my refrigerator for months, years, before I finish a jar. It's just not something I think about, about having for breakfast or anything. I just don't think about it. But when I have apple butter in the house, whether it's my own or store-bought, but especially if it's this homemade recipe, I have it every day. I can't seem to not use it. My mother would call that a double negative, but you know what I mean. And I use way more of it than some people. I didn't know that until recently, but I watch other people use apple butter and I realize I do not at all use it the same way. The toast or whatever kind of becomes simply a conveyance mechanism for what could be spoonsful of apple butter. I I probably should just eat it with the spoon and forego the toast altogether, but I really like the contrast of the salty butter with the apple butter. I may lose some of you here because this might gross you out, but my favorite way to eat French toast is with peanut butter and apple butter, both. Like a peanut butter sandwich, but made on a piece of French toast. I don't use maple syrup. I think it makes the bread too soggy. 
And this is something I learned from some friends. When I was in high school, some friends of mine developed a club of people who got together. We really were theater people looking for a, a reason to hang out. Actually, to tell the honest truth about it, we were a bunch of rowdy teenagers from the drama department in high school who had been up so late having fun that now it was time for breakfast. So we decided to make breakfast, and this became a tradition. And we started getting together at people's houses for a late breakfast, and we started calling it the French Toast Fan Club. And we would come, and each of us would bring a single ingredient for the French Toast breakfast, which would be the bread. Somebody else would bring eggs. Somebody else would bring syrup. Somebody else would bring butter, and somebody would bring bacon and fruit, etc. Anyway, that was many, many moons ago now, and we're still meeting every couple of years. And at one of those, somebody started putting jam, homemade strawberry jam. Now, I'd never thought about that. All I'd ever had on French toast was maple syrup. But homemade strawberry jam, oh my God, freezer jam. You know, really the sweet strawberry flavored stuff that hasn't been cooked into something different. Then the same person had apple butter on hand so I, of course, tried it with the apple butter, and somebody brings peanut butter. I guess I'm not the only person in the group who likes peanut butter on their French toast, but I figured the best of both worlds was to put the peanut butter and the apple butter on the French toast, so that's how I always eat it. So here we are. I'm going to give you the ingredients, and I'm going to give you the tools, because there are a few tools and then we'll do this really quickly. I have a huge advantage in that the longest part of this recipe is probably the prep, the do-aheads, which is to get yourself three pounds of peeled, cored, and chopped apples. That, of course, takes a long time. I don't know if you can buy frozen chopped apples in the store, but I'll bet you can, and that would save you some time, but it depends on what the variety of apple is. Oh, and by the way, in terms of apple varieties, there are some you don't want to use for this. Don't use delicious apples. Don't use anything that's really super sweet. You want something that has a little sharpness to it. I also wouldn't go as far as a Granny Smith myself. I think that's too tart. Something in the middle is better, probably. I am using a combination of Jonathan's and Liberty's. I am fortunate in that not only do I freeze them ahead of time, but we have a couple of apple trees in our yard. They're very small, but they do provide apples enough to put in the freezer. And I'm even more fortunate in that I don't do that work. My partner is the gardener. I don't have to take care of the growing or the harvesting or even the peeling, coring, and chopping. That all gets done for me. And then we bag it, and it gets into the freezer, and there it sits until it's time for me to make some applesauce or an apple pie, or, like today, this apple butter, which is really one of my... Oh, I started to say one of my favorite things to do with apples. I don't eat a lot of apples. I don't cook with a lot of apples. So the recipes that I have are all some of my favorite things to do with apples. Which reminds me, if you haven't ever tried them or haven't tried them yet, please, if you love apples, look for my mother-in-law's apple chip cake on the website, which is thecookalongpodcast.com. It's a fabulous, easy cake that's moist and full of apple flavor and cinnamon, and uh, I highly recommend it. It's very addictive. 
That's a forewarning, a disclaimer. There's also something called Sharon's Perfect Apple Pie, which is amazing, amazing. Again, on the cookalongpodcast.com, you can also find those recipes on my Patreon site. Go to patreon.com and type in the Cookalong Podcast, and my page will come up, and there I would love to have you consider contributing to the expenses of this podcast. So back to the ingredients and the equipment. Equipment, you need a slow cooker. And I'm using, I think this is a four and a half quart. It's a big one, you know, one of the regular family size things. I have a slow cooker also that cooks for about two people, but I'm using the one for four to six people today. The other piece of equipment you need is a food processor or a blender or an immersion blender. I think all of those things will work. I use a regular food processor. And then, of course, whatever you need to peel, core, and chop the apples. Again, I'm really sorry about that. Three pounds of apples. Uh, I don't even know how many apples that is. Maybe eight? Just a guess, really off the top of my head. The ingredients are the following. Three pounds of chopped, peeled, cored apple You know what? I suppose you wouldn't really have to chop them. They'll cook more quickly if you chop them. But you might be able to just cook them almost whole in big chunks once you have cored and peeled them. Let's pretend you can, and you can let me know whether that works or not on my Facebook page, which is just facebook.com, and then type in the Cook Along podcast, and I'll come up and you can leave me a message. So let's just say three pounds of apples certainly peeled and cored, and then you decide the rest. A half cup brown sugar, a teaspoon of cinnamon, and an eighth of a teaspoon of nutmeg, and that's all. That's all that's in this. It's so simple that we don't have to do anything. So this beginning part's going to be pretty short. You're going to throw the apples, three pounds of apples. Mine are frozen, so it may take mine a little longer. Just put them all in the slow cooker. I'm having a small problem. Here I was bragging about my frozen apples, and they have frost on them. And I don't really want that frost to just turn into water. That's going to make it too soupy, so I'm trying to shake the frost off. And I have it in like a mesh sieve, and I'm shaking it, and the frost comes off just great. But it does not go through the holes in the sieve. So I'm having to scoop these out by hand. Because the frost is just sitting in the bottom of the sieve with the apples. So I guess it's the wrong tool. Live and learn. That's, I guess, what cooking is all about, isn't it? Once the apples are in there, the rest is just adding the other things I mentioned. So we're going to add a half cup of packed brown sugar. I have dark brown because that's what I usually use. doesn't really matter. Put whatever kind you got, a half cup of that, in the slow cooker your teaspoon of cinnamon. If you have a choice between cheap cinnamon and good cinnamon, like you have both in the house, this is a place to use the good stuff. And just a tiny touch, an eighth of a teaspoon of nutmeg. We don't want it to strongly flavor this. It just kind of adds a subtle little nuance that complements the cinnamon. But I find that too much nutmeg, when it becomes a dominant flavor, I don't like it as much as when it's part of something else. All we're going to do now is mix it up. 
Stir it all together so that the sugar isn't all on top. Oh, mostly, and the cinnamon too, which it's just going to sit in one place if we don't stir it up pretty well. It sticks to the apples, of course, because the apples are wet. So, I mean, you don't have to hugely worry about it. We'll be able to distribute it better when these are cooked. Put the lid on your slow cooker and don't disturb it. Keep it covered. Now, I have always cooked this on low heat for a really long time. If you want to do that, now you're going to turn your slow cooker on to low and it's going to cook for six to ten hours. But before you make that choice, please know that that is not the end. That then you have to puree them and then we cook them some more. So the total cooking time on this at low heat is probably eight to 13 hours. It's a really long time. So I am trying to finish it up fairly quickly. My partner's making a trip across the country in a couple of days and wants to take this homemade apple butter to her mother who loves it. So I'm going to do this the fast way, which is, and it's the first time I've done this. I hope it works just as well as I want it to. And so for that, I'm going to put this slow cooker on high. My apples are frozen, so I'm going to put it on for three hours. If your apples are not frozen and you decide to use the high heat setting, you might try it starting it at two hours. What you want is for it to look like applesauce. When you get it all done, the apples should be tender and mashable. I mean, just test them with a fork or a potato masher or something to see if they're really soft and will fall apart. You want fall apart apples. You want to pretend that this could go in a bowl as a side dish of applesauce. When you get to that point, whether you're cooking it for six to 10 hours on low, or two to three hours on high, come back to the podcast and I'll tell you how to do the next part before we let it cook some more. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And hello again. I'm back. My frozen apples took four hours. And honestly, you should be able to tell that they're ready to use in the next step simply by stirring the pot. You stir it up, especially if you use a fork, but I think actually even a spoon will do. You stir it up and you'll notice that the apples start to disintegrate into a sort of a sauce. There should be some liquid here. The biggest lumps will be going away and the ones that don't go away when you stir it will go away in a minute because we're going to smithereen it. So for this, you're going to need a big spoon and you want your food processor container or your blender container or your immersion blender. And you're gonna scoop the hot apples. If you're using the uh, food processor, you want your regular chopping blade, the one that does its chopping down at the bottom of the bowl. Hopefully they'll all fit at the same time because otherwise you're gonna need a bowl to put some things into as an interim step. Scoop them into the food processor bowl until your slow cooker is basically empty. You'll notice that that three pounds of apples has boiled itself down to a lot smaller bunch. By the way, I'll be putting pictures of these different stages on the Cook Along podcast website, so that if you're unsure about what things should look like, you can always go look at the photos. Okay. So, what this came out to be is about, looks like it's right now about five cups. Three pounds of apples equals five cups of applesauce. And now we're just going to blend it up until it's really, really smooth. Like really, really smooth. I'm going to put this on pause so you don't have to listen to my food processor. That really only takes a couple of minutes. And I suppose if you like coarser bits in your apple butter, you could make it coarser. I like mine really smooth. I like it to spread like butter. And now remove the blade from the food processor. Put all that good apple butter back, or soon to be apple butter back in the container. And now we're just gonna dump this back into the slow cooker. 
Yeah, now I want a silicone spatula to get it all out of my food processor bowl. Oh yeah. Now you'll notice it's really pretty thin. I suppose you could put it on bread, but it would be pretty soupy. So put it all back into the slow cooker. And now we're gonna turn the slow cooker back on. And this time, no matter how you did it the first time, you're gonna turn it to high. You're gonna set it for two hours, which may or may not be enough. Somewhere between two and three hours, this will be the consistency that you want. And this time, don't put the lid on, because this time, the goal is to get the liquid, the water, to evaporate out of here so that it condenses down into a jam. So we've come to another stopping spot already. And you don't need to do anything else until your two to three hours is up and the jam is the consistency that you want it. And then you can come back to me. Hello again. Now you've got jam. You've got apple butter right there in your slow cooker. Mine came to the consistency I wanted it in about two hours. If you like it thicker, you can always keep it going. At this point, it's a really good idea to take a spoon and just take a little taste of it because you wanna check for sweetness. Depending on what kind of apples you used, you may want a little more sugar and you wanna add that while it's still hot. And don't do that by a lot, maybe two tablespoons at a time of brown sugar and stir it in and keep stirring it to give it a couple of minutes to melt in and then taste it again. You may find it was perfect in the beginning. You may find it needs to have sugar added once or even twice until it's to the sweetness that you like it. At this point, you just spoon it into your jars and you have some options at that point. It'll keep in your refrigerator for a long time, probably easily two months, probably, unless you get something in it that causes it to mold. So always use a clean spoon when you're dipping out the butter. Don't be tempted to stick your butter knife in there because that will make it mold faster. Or you can put a lid on the jar and leave a little space at the top for it to expand and you can stick it in your freezer and take it out of your freezer when you're ready to eat it. Or you can just can it if you're accustomed to canning, hot water bath canning, you can do that as well. If you don't know how to do that, there are some places you can look online for instructions. And if you don't have all the equipment that's, at least for me, made canning seem quite intimidating for a very long time, I'm gonna recommend a website. It's called autostraddle.com, A-U-T-O-S-T-R-A-D-D-L-E.com. You wanna search for canning apple butter. The actual URL is that autostraddle.com slash this is how we do it, making and canning apple butter. And there are hyphens between every word. And then it ends in 220690. I will put this link on the website if you want to see it. And it's what I use because I don't have a lot of canning equipment. I do have a jar lifter, but that's the only piece I own. I do have great big pots for pasta or whatever, and I use those, and it works just fine. And you can probably guess that when we're starting with five cups of the apples, I should have measured it once it was all done, but I'm gonna guess that there might be two and a half cups worth of apple butter by the time I'm done here. It's not gonna make a lot. Everything cooks way down. 
So you don't need a ton of jars, which means you don't need a huge container. But how you save it from here is up to you. Obviously, you're going to eat it faster if it's in the refrigerator. And I recommend doing that because this is yummy. And I've already given you some ideas about how to use it. What the heck? Stir it into some oatmeal, cooked oatmeal, like swirl it around. That would make a fun treat, especially if it's not all the way stirred in, don't you think? That's the end of today's podcast. Visit the Cook Along Podcast website. Visit the Patreon Cook Along Podcast website. Visit my Facebook page and tell me what you did with your apple butter that might be a little different than what I just did. Leave me a message, a private message, or just something in the feed. I'm also on Instagram and on Twitter. Tell your friends that they can find the Cook Along podcast in their favorite podcast app. And until next time, happy cooking! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.